Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner. Thanks for letting me come right into your space. This entire week, we're talking about the fact that you and I have been chosen by God, chosen for salvation, chosen for holiness. But hey, we also have a specific calling that God has given to each one of us, and we need to wake up to it and find out what it is. And that's what I'm teaching this week. And today, we're going to see that you have a special purpose. Don't miss one minute of today's broadcast. But remember that right now we're offering you my brand new book. I'm so excited about it called Christmas, The Rest of the Story. I may be more excited about that book than any book I've ever written because I've been wanting to put it into print for 25 years. The whole time I was growing up, my daddy would read to us the Christmas story, and I just loved it every year. But when I got older, I began to find things about the Christmas story I'd never heard. It is amazing. I learned things about the Magi that no one told me. I learned what was the value of the Magi's gifts. It just blew my mind. I began to learn about the Holy Family's flight into Egypt. I didn't even understand what that meant. How many babies really did Herod kill? Those facts are just amazing. And I've put all of it into this book, which is called Christmas, the rest of the story, the parts I had never heard that I want to share with you in this beautifully illustrated book. And I want to show you a commercial about that book right now. Christmas is a timeless tradition. But do you really know the true story of that first holy night? In Rick Renner's timeless new book, Christmas, the rest of the story, Rick uncovers the stunning details of the nativity story you have never heard. Like, was Joseph really a carpenter? Who were the shepherds keeping watch? How far did the wise men travel, and how many actually came? Through its detailed watercolor illustration, Christmas, the rest of the story, invites families to explore the true meaning of Christmas as they interact with the story across nearly 300 decorated pages. The Christmas story is the most important story ever told. It is just miraculous. And with this wonderful, fully illustrated book, you will learn so much and you'll want to share it with others. When you call or go online right now to pre-order this book for just $35, you'll receive the eternal story of Christmas, now beautifully told in this timeless keepsake. Bound in a landmark large format book, you will create a family tradition that will last for generations. This sweeping portrait of the Christmas story allows readers to reflect on why Jesus came to earth that holy night and ultimately the reason for his birth. Great as a gift or to enhance your own traditions, order this beautiful book today. Christmas, the rest of the story for just $35. Call now or go to renner.org to order. Don't miss this special Christmas offer. Please order Christmas, the rest of the story, by giving us a call or by going online. And right now, we're also offering you my brand new series called Chosen by God. The subtitle says, God has chosen you for a divine assignment. Will you dare to fulfill it? Say yes. This is a 15-part series. It is just loaded with faith and encouragement, and it will help you find what it is 
that you're supposed to be doing. And it comes with a great study guide. And we're offering you right now my book by the same name called Chosen by God. The foreword is written by my dear friend, Joyce Meyer. But reach for your Bible. And today we're going to see what the Bible says about the purpose that he's given to you. And I'm going to begin by reading from this book. And I want you to listen to this. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Which means everything has a purpose or it wouldn't be here on this earth. Now this is going to sound very elementary, but I really want to make this point. Listen to this. When you study the animal and plant life on the earth... It quickly becomes obvious that God made everything with a purpose. In fact, although it may sound ludicrous, even mice, snakes, and insects have a purpose in nature that is very important. Remove them and the whole ecological system will go out of balance. Trees and plants also have a strategic part in the Earth's ecosystem. Those green leaves... This is amazing to me. Those green leaves are God's filtration system to cleanse the air so we won't suffocate to death. Even leaves have a purpose. Seas, lakes, rivers, and creeks have a purpose as well. They carry vital water and nutrients that nourish the earth. And when rivers overflow and flood, we may look at it as a tragedy that even those overflowing waters have an important purpose purpose. They carry fresh, precious minerals that re-nourish the land so it can keep producing crops. Even the clouds have a very important purpose. They store moisture, moisture that later descends as rain upon the earth. They also block out dangerous ultraviolet rays of sunlight that would damage our sensitive skin and burn up all the earth's vegetation. They're not just pretty fluffs of white that decorate the sky. Even clouds have a purpose. Everything God made was created with a special design and a function. And since this is true of the animal and plant kingdoms, how much more true is it that you have a special purpose in this world. You were not born simply to occupy space, not just to eat food, to go to the bathroom, sleep, and get up the next morning and start the whole same boring routine all over again. No, there's a reason you're here on this earth. You have a God-assigned, God-given purpose. Remember, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 says to everything, that includes you. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So according to this verse, if you are under the heaven and you are, then you have a purpose. You are not here by accident. There is a great designer who planned every detail of who you are and the glorious plan that you are to fulfill. That is amazing. It's a little snippet from this book called Chosen by God. But reach for your Bible because today we are going to return to a verse which we covered yesterday, which is Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, where the Apostle Paul wrote, for we are his workmanship. By the way, that word workmanship is the Greek word poiema. It's a form of the word poietes. 
The word poietes is the word for a poet that has a creative and masterful flair. But when it becomes the word poiema, it describes a creative masterpiece. That is the word the Bible uses to describe you. It says, for we are his workmanship. It means God put forth all his best creative powers when we were born again and turned each one of us into a God masterpiece. For we are his workmanship created, the Greek says, marvelously created in Christ Jesus. Listen to this. Unto good works, which God hath before ordained. He is before ordained that we should walk in them. Well, if God has before ordained certain works for each one of us, it means each one of us has a purpose. And part of our plan in life is to find out what is the purpose and to fulfill it. And one of these days, we're going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Every one of us, I'm going to stand there. You're going to stand there. If we are believers, we're going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And we're going to answer for our lives. And the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. And in that moment, Jesus is not going to judge us for sin, because that's already dealt with at the cross. If we're in front of the judgment seat of Christ, we're saved, we've already made it. Say amen. But in that moment, there's going to be a judgment. And Jesus is going to say, did you do what I asked you to do? That's the big question. And what a tragedy it is that many people live their entire lives and miss the destiny that God intended them to have. Don't let that happen to you. But the truth is, as I told you yesterday, there are many, many people, including Christians, who really have never found the purpose for their lives. And as a result, they feel hopelessness, purposelessness, desperation. Very often they're downhearted. They feel pointless. They feel abandoned as if they'd never really found their purpose. They even feel that they've been discarded. They feel heartache in their life. And they ask, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing with my life? But my friends, God did not bring you into the world to experience those horrible emotions. God wants you to have a full and a meaningful life. He brought you into this world because he has a purpose for you. That's what we saw in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, which means if you're on the earth, if you're under the heavens and you are, then you're here for a reason. God has a purpose for you and you need to find God's vision for your life. God wants to reveal it to you. He wants you to wake up to it. And we're told... In Proverbs 29, verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish, which means when there's no clear-cut direction or goal for one to live, he begins to feel purposeless in life. And the Bible specifically says where there's no vision, the people perish. Well, what does that mean when it says the people perish? Well, several good interpretations 
Uh, Proverbs 29:18 says it like this. Where there is no vision, the people live purposeless, meaningless lives. Or where there is no vision, the people have no sense of direction and lose their reason for living. Or where there is no vision, people become lazy, dissatisfied, and sluggish, and often they gain weight. Or where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint and become undisciplined and unproductive. You know why? Because people need a vision. They need a sense of direction. They need a goal to shoot for with their lives. They need to have boundaries to keep them on track and to keep them moving in the right direction. And I'll just personally tell you, in seasons of my life, when I felt that I have not had a goal, I have sunk to unbelievably low levels that I am not proud of. You know why? Because I need a reason to get up in the morning. It's not enough just to get up and repeat what I did yesterday. That's not a reason for a living. God didn't bring us into this world for that kind of a low-level life. He brought us into this world to do something. In fact, from the very beginning of time, we're told in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, that God put it into the heart of man to rise up and to achieve something great. It's in the heart of man. Genesis Chapter 1, verse 26 says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have what? Dominion. God put that into the spirit of man. That's why man wants to go to the moon. Now they're talking about going to Mars. Why? Because it's in the heart of man to take dominion. That was a spark which God placed in the human race. And when man has lost that spark, he becomes dysfunctional. He becomes lazy, lethargic, languid, lackadaisical in his approach to life. We have to have a vision to keep moving us in the right direction. It gives meaning to your existence. It's a purpose and a plan that's specially designed for you. It gives you a reason to get up in the morning, a reason to keep fighting. It gives you a reason to keep struggling against all the odds that it seems that you're dealing with. A vision gives you inspiration. It gives you motivation. It helps you to keep striving until you have finally reached what God has put in your heart. Wow. Or I say a clear-cut vision is like a trail that one can follow. That trail occasionally leads one through dense forests, dry places, and occasional danger. But it's a guide for your life. It shows you what you should do. It shows you what you should not do. A vision brings clarity to your life. For example, I know what is God's vision for my life immediately. That helps me to know what I'm supposed to say yes to, and what I'm supposed to say no to. I'm presented with a lot of opportunities, and many of them are marvelous opportunities, but they don't fit into my calling. They don't fit into my vision. And when you really know your vision, it's very clear to you. It's not unambiguous, but it's very, very clear to you. Then you know what you should say yes to. You know what you should say no to. You know what you need to eliminate. A vision brings clarity to life. 
for me, it's very, very important. And I've discovered through the years that if I have veered from my vision that God gave me, I usually end up spending money I'm not supposed to spend, expending energy on things I'm not supposed to do, end up getting tired, maybe even getting sick because I veered into a territory that is outside of my vision. But when I stay in my vision, I'm empowered. I have all the resources that I need. Wow. I like to say it like this. When I have a vision, I have a full, meaningful, and rewarding life. When I have a vision, I live with a sense of direction and experience a reason for living. When I have a vision, I'm disciplined, diligent, hardworking, and full of energy. When I have a vision, I feel fruitful, productive, and satisfied with my life. Now, I'll give you an example from my life. I know, for example, that God called me to write books. 1978, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, write, 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 and I'll prosper what you write. Well, there's two parts to that word, my part and God's part. God said, you write, 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 and I'll prosper what you write. I can't do the prospering, but I can do the writing. Well, because God gave me that word, it provided direction. It provided a vision for my life. And a day in my life does not pass that I don't write because I was commanded in 1978. Write, write, write. I've done my part and God has done his part. He said, I'll bless what you write today. My books have been distributed by millions to people all over the world. And my friend, I want to tell you one of the greatest privileges of my life is that people read what I write. What an honor. By the way, if you don't have a copy of my book called Chosen by God that I'm teaching from this week, order that book by going online or by giving us a call. It is such a life-transforming book. But my job is to write. So when I wake up in the morning, I don't have to wonder, gee, I wonder what I'm supposed to do with my life right now. When I finish one book, I know that it's not over because God's called me to write. It gives me vision. It gives me direction. And that is so helpful to me. And God partners with me. How about this TV program? God told me he was going to use my voice to penetrate the airwaves and to take the teaching of the Bible to the ends of the earth. My job is to sit in this chair I don't just sit here because I like it. I sit here because it is the vision. It's the calling that God gave to me. And Proverbs chapter 10, verse 21 says, the lips of the righteous feed many. That's my job. My job is to feed many. That's the vision. That's the job. That's the goal. That's the purpose which God has assigned to my life. It gives me definition. It gives me clarity. And do you know what? I'm never feeling like I'm in competition with anybody else because I'm not called to do what they're doing. They're not called to do what I'm doing. I don't even have to be like them because God's called me to be like me. I know my niche. It's given me clarity. It's given me direction. My friend, I cannot begin to tell you how important it is that you understand God's call and God's vision for your life. And you need a vision for your life. Without it, you'll flounder, you'll wander, 
And that is why we're told in Proverbs 29, verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. But now you may ask, all right, all right, all right. I've heard this stuff about visions before, but I want to ask you, Brother Rick, what exactly is a vision? That's a good question. Or you may ask, how do you know God's vision for your life? How do you really know it and know that you're right? Or how do you discover God's vision for your life? Well, that's what we're going to cover in tomorrow's program. But I want to tell you a story. Many years ago, I was living in Riga in the former Soviet Republic of Latvia. And I was invited to do a meeting in a neighboring country, and we drove to get to that country. Well, this was right after the collapse of the Soviet Union, and people really had lost their sense of purpose. Factories were closed. Many of the factories provided the heat for the local communities. So when the factories closed, the local communities lost their heat. They lost their jobs. They lost their purpose in life. It was such a time of destruction. There's not a fiction writer on the earth who could have imagined what happened during the collapse of the Soviet Union. And on that particular day, when I was driving to this nearby city, we drove through village after village, city after city, where the factories were closed. And do you know what I saw? Buildings with broken out windows and young men in their 20s laying on the streets, along the side of the streets, even in the gullies along the edge of the streets, drunk because they had consumed so much Vodka. I'm talking about young men. They didn't want to live that kind of life. They just didn't have a reason to get up. They didn't have a job. There was no hope in their town. They didn't have a reason to get up every day. So they self-medicated by drinking and drinking and drinking, trying to drown their misery because when everything collapsed, they lost their reason for living. Wow. What is your reason for living? The Bible tells us very clearly in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. There are some things God has ordained you are supposed to be doing. What are they? What is God's vision for your life? The answer to that will bring clarity to you. That's what we're going to cover tomorrow. But the Bible tells us emphatically that where there is no vision, the people perish. But where there is a vision, people live rewarding lives. That's what we're going to come back to tomorrow. But I'll be back in just a moment, and I'm going to pray for you. Rick Renner's new series, Chosen by God, is jam-packed with strength and encouragement to help you wake up to the fact that you are chosen by God and not just for salvation. God has a specific, marvelous, and powerful plan for your life right now. There is nothing more thrilling than to know you are chosen by God and exactly what He brought you into the world to do. In this powerful 15-part series, Rick will prove to you that God has a specific plan designed just for you. Why you are experiencing so many hassles along the way, you can overcome any roadblock the devil tries to use to stop you. You have everything you need inside you to bulldoze the powers of hell out of your way. That you are exactly the kind of person God wants to choose and use. This 15-part series is available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $24. We're also offering you Rick's 304-page book, 
Chosen by God with a foreword by Joyce Meyer. Joyce says, in Chosen by God, Rick clearly establishes that many are called, but few are chosen. But why is this the case? What are the necessary requirements for not only being called, but chosen as well? What is the cost of fulfilling God's call upon your life? Rick gives us all the requirements necessary to say yes and to fulfill our God-given destinies. This dynamic book is just $18. Are you ready for a life adventure? Order the 15-part series Chosen by God and the life-changing book Chosen by God. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. This is Rick Renner and my friends right now, we're in the very middle of our ministry expansion project. It's three phases. Phase one was building the new studio in Moscow. You helped us do that. Thank you. Phase two was finishing the interior of the studio. You helped us do that. Thank you. Now we're in phase three, which is retiring the debt on the ministry headquarters in Tulsa, Oklahoma. When we built our building in Riga, we did it cash. When we built the building in Moscow, it is amazing that we were able to do it with cash. And now we want to retire the debt on the Tulsa headquarters building so we can liberate all that money to really take the teaching of the Bible around the world. And in that Tulsa facility, we're taking calls from people who are literally calling us from all over the world and from that facility. We're producing TV programs, social media, we're fulfilling orders for books and giving away thousands and thousands of different resources to people who are reaching out to us because they believe that we provide teaching they can trust. And today I want to ask you to please continue to be a part of our giving team so we can retire the debt on the Tulsa building and then we'll be finished with the ministry expansion project. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for becoming a part of the giving team. You know, every day this week, I've had Lennon on the set with me, not because I'm a fan of Lennon, but because he dominated the former Soviet Union where God called my family in 1991. That was part of God's call for us. We really were awakened to it. And God wants to awaken you to his plan for your life. And that's why I want you to order my series, which is called Chosen by God. I love this series. It is so encouraging. My friend, God has touched you. He brought you into the world to give you something to do to everything under the heavens. There is a purpose and that includes you. You just need to wake up to the fact that you've been chosen by God. And this 15 part series also comes with a wonderful study guide. And we're offering you my book right now by the same name called Chosen by God. The foreword is written by Joyce Meyer. This really is one of my favorite books that I've written. And if you don't have a copy of Chosen by God, get online, call us right now, or send us an email. Order this book because this is a life changer. And please remember that when you become a partner with our ministry, and a partner is anyone who regularly financially supports this work so we can keep taking it to people all over the world. Well, the moment you become a partner, we're going to send you as a gift my book, Life in the Combat Zone, and my wife's book called The Gift of Forgiveness. We always give these two books to anyone who becomes a part of our partner family. And you can do that by calling us or by going online. But Father, I thank you today 
that we've had this time. Lord, you say where there is no vision, the people perish. So we know that you want to give us a vision. And according to Ephesians 2 verse 10, you brought us into this world with preordained works that we are to walk in, help us to find them and to do them. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you tomorrow. It's going to be good. But remember, Ecclesiastes 8.4, where the word of a king is, there's power.